This is Kari Payton. I'm Ezekiel on The Walking Dead, and I love listening to Two True Freaks Network. I think maybe you should too. Hi, what are you? Okay, three. Let's do this like it's Thank a business you. and shit. Three, two, one. Hi, welcome to your Fear the Walking Dead cast. Fuck that. Three. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. Do it live. <laughs> do it live. Right and old one us. and a quarter. <laughs> ah. Well, you've done like five of these in the last three days. You think I'd have it down by now? Uh, yeah. Hi. Welcome to your Fear of the Walking Dead cast. I'm Scott McGregor, Scott 2.0, along with a whole group of people because we are wrapping up uh, season seven of The Walking Dead. The finale. Yeah, baby. Episode six. <laughs> And the whole fucking band is back together, and I'm, like, besides myself with glee on this one. And uh, and so Skype we, is loving it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Let's let's get through this as quickly as we can, because technical disaster may happen. Knock on wood. Uh, yes, I'm here with pretty much everyone that's ever done uh, Fear the Walking Dead cast with me, so that's awesome. Uh, except for David Pascarella, because somebody has to be around to listen to the damn thing. <laughs> so we couldn't invite him, too. Our one listener. <laughs> Our one listener. Um, Hi, David. We're doing this just for you. We are, yes. And anyone else who happens to actually well, How else is he going to learn what happened on the show? I know. He won't. He's, he's on the edge of his... We could just torture him at this point. You know, he He doesn't know. Uh, just to be clear, I do, I do regularly download the episode. Uh, we know you do, Alex. so that counts. To, you know, <laughs> the self-deprecating humor works, man. We got to stick with it. I downloaded the last episode just to hear that nice opening from Kari Payton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, which I will probably abuse uh, for the length of this show and just keep using. Uh, now nah, we'll, we'll throw it in there, and you know, every now and then. But uh, yeah, we. Fucking Ezekiel on our show, kind of. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so awesome. Thanks to Mr. Hughes for for doing that field work (laughs) for us. But let me get to the intros. Quiet. This is you know, it it was quieter, or just me and Mike and Sarah. Uh, This is podcasting professionalism at its finest. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is its finest. I shudder. Uh, I'm here with Sarah Tonin, uh, regular contributor and co-host. Uh, Ellen Middleton, Professor Ellen Middleton, that is, who is a uh, frequent uh, contributor of these, you know, fun finale shows. It's our special I, special I, guest. I, I get the good ones, and he's and he's still a listener too, which is inexplicable <laughs> to me. But. We're up to well, two it's listeners. Yeah. It's it's cheap. It's less than a quarter. We have Mike the Trader Zumo, who is who has admitted to me today that he doesn't listen to us anymore because he's now a co-host. Uh, so that was a tactical mistake on my part. Um, hey, I did listen to the one you and Dave did. That's that's good. Yes, then then you'll be replaced more often with special guests, just so I have more listeners and my ego gets fed. <laughs> it's tough with this. We have to split the money six ways. Woo! Right. <laughs> And after a too long of an absence, and, and for no good reason, unfortunately, but there, there is good news. The Hugheses are back with us, Brian and Beth. And Yay! It's great to have you guys back. It's been, been hola, far too hola. long. Hola, Thank you, thank you. We've missed your, val- val- your, valuable, your ability to speak. We've missed your ability to speak and your valuable input. Uh, thank you. And, and oh, okay. glad uh, situations are, are going better <laughs> for all involved um, without getting into it with uh, the public because they don't need to know. 
But let's get on with this. Obviously, it was an extra long uh, episode because we've been leading up to this for uh, eight god awful episodes. episodes. Or 16, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eight this half, which was felt long enough, but and there, as everybody knows, I've been kind of grumpy about this whole season. So we've got hopefully some some more positive notes about it coming from our our, our special guests and our long forgotten co-host, not forgotten co-host, but long absent. So sorry. No, you shouldn't. Don't you dare apologize for what happened. <laughs> but Life I happened. Missed but, yeah. everyone. I missed you so much. You knew we'd get you back. But I'll be back for Fear 2. Woohoo! Yes, nice, yes. Uh, coming at us at uh, June 4th, so uh, it's going to be a little bit of a wait before you hear us again. I might try to organize another one of the uh, the comics to screen things that we did a little while back. Um, if I can wrangle those folks. Um, and uh, a little email news here. I may need your Spanish um, skills, Beth, um, because I the only email we got this, this forever... Actually, um, is, is apparently in Spanish? some of it. Well, apparently, I've been donated five million dollars by a Mrs. Lillian Betancourt, but for some reason, <laughs> Lillian Betancourt, which sounds like a very English or French name, um, it had, went through somebody in Colombia to, to get me this information. So it's the entire email is in, in Spanish, and it's being handled by Fernando Molinar Gimino. I think it sounds like it sounds like you're now a prince of Nigeria. I couldn't know. You know, I was surprised. Apparently, Colombia is closer, so that's why I'm really I'm looking into this one because Nigeria is not a, really a place I ever wanted to move to. But South the moral America? of the story is we're so hard up for feedback that Scott will read our spam mail. <laughs> yes, I just, this one struck me as being you know kind of unique in the realms of spam, so I thought it was you know, and who knows, might be legit. I don't speak enough Spanish to know, so. But it is from the, the coordinate, yeah, four years of high school Spanish. I'm about to really embarrass myself. Coordinator de las Ayulas de la Experiencia Fundación. So Ayulas, I guess, is the first. A-U-L-A-S is the Help first. Help us. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, that makes sense. The coordinator of Help Us with Experience Foundation, I guess that is, Foundation. Yes. Okay. So basically, help us take your money, Foundation. Um, yes. <laughs> and just uh, the, the main slug line here is, Por favor, piensa en el medio ambiente antes de imprimir este contenido. Contenido, actually. No idea, right? <laughs> no. Okay, say the first couple lines one more time. Por favor, which I know that is please. Uh, piensa en el medio ambiente. Think of the day. Okay, ambiente antes en premier. That they thought of you este, first. Este contenido, or tenido. I just think I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> it's it's irrelevant. Basically, I think the, the the essence of the body of the letter is give us two hundred and fifty dollars, and we'll tell you how to get your five million. So yeah, pretty much. Moving yes, on, you're prince, you are They're prince of Nigeria. Help us help you give you money. I told you I'd rather be the prince of Colombia. They have more fun things down there, and more coffee. <laughs> Well, yeah, much more coffee. Yeah, it was the coffee I was thinking of. So, I'm pretty sure. 
I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how uh, Negan uh, uh, finances his operation. Okay, there's your segue. Come on. There it is. All right. Thank you, Professor Allen. That's why he's in the ringer on this show. <laughs> so the episode is called The First Day of the Rest of Your Life, and it opens with uh, Sasha listening to music in the dark, and she seemingly falls asleep, and we roll credits very quickly, but... Uh, When we come back, we're still with Sasha, who seems to be talking to herself, and we find it's a flashback of her and Abraham together on the day of uh, the big baseball game at the beginning of the season. Thank you, Abraham. So good Mm -hmm. to see him again. Yes, yes, pre-squishing it was. Yes. Uh, And he's informing her of Maggie's baby troubles, etc., and that Rick is taking her to the hilltop, and she says, don't go. And we go back to reality, and she gets a visit from Negan, who says, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. That's our title. And he explains how she's going to help them get things back on track with Rick's team, tells you know, people in the group have to die for their impending rebellion. And he's also brought her a fine breakfast with a smiley blueberry pancakes. And uh, shout out to the comedian and watchman. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Had to be clever. Only if you, only if somebody bled on it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know that came later, perhaps. Uh, so we cut to a quick scene of her and Maggie sitting together, and it looks like it could be obviously like another flashback, but I have other theories. Meanwhile, Rick is uh, still making Dwight kneel before his pistol. That sounds as skeevy as I intended it. Uh, asking him the stupid, <laughs> obvious question of why he wants to help. And uh, Tara gets in his face and starts ripping him a new one for killing Denise. And he, of course, says, I wasn't aiming for her, which probably wasn't the best choice in words for him right at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it sets Daryl off, who pins him to the wall with a knife to his face. And Tara's like, do it, kill him, spike him, you know. Yeah, she almost sounded like the Emperor there from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Do it! <laughs> he's too powerful to live. Daryl says he'll kill him if he's lying, and between us, he'll probably kill him he'll if kill he's him not. Anyway, yeah. yeah, he'll kill him anyway. We'll use him for a while first, yeah. yeah Darryl- oh, he's playing e- uh, Easy Street. We're on Easy Street, and it feels so sweet. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we'll kill him slow if he's lying, and just... Regular kill him if he's not lying, I guess, basically. Um, but Dwight's pretty much at this point. It's like, go ahead, dude. I get it. <laughs> it made you mad. Uh, he's not exactly winning the trust around the whole camp, uh, but he vaguely describes this, this Sherry situation, and he's like, you know, you wouldn't even be standing here if it wasn't for her, so maybe give me a pass for a minute. Uh, Tara has her revenge on in, a, in quite a bad way, and Rosita mentions that they have, uh, you know, the, the Saviors have Sasha, apparently just telling them of this. And Dwight informs him that uh, Negan is coming tomorrow, and uh, he proposes slowing them down a bit so they can get ready. And he has a better plan than most of our group has come up with for most of the season, actually, so Rick tells him to keep talking. <laughs> Yeah, Dwight really was the uh, the master commander there, wasn't he? The master tactician. He, he had it all figured be. out. Well, he knows he he's, he pretty much knew he had to sell him something pretty quickly, so I'm, I'm sure he thought that one through pretty well. <laughs> he's like, these people are going to want to kill me, like, immediately, so I, I need something to, to entice him with. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, Rick made the right choice for a change and didn't let anybody kill him, although it was kind of Daryl's call, really. Daryl, you know, no one was really stopping him at that point. Can you uh, blame them for not stopping him, though? I mean, 
everything that he'd been through, only only he really knows what horrors he faced. Oh yeah, well, he was eating pretty much shit sandwiches, so and listening Hell to yeah, he was. You know, the music alone would be enough to drive anyone to psychopathy, so <laughs> no kidding. Well, I think the viewers were eating shit sandwiches for a lot of the season here. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I would have to agree. I would have to agree. That episode wasn't one of them, though. That was one of the better episodes, I thought, with the Daryl in the box and such. But, um, doo -doo -doo. yeah, and then we get Daryl saying, like, if he's lying, die slow. Uh, back with Sasha and Abe flashback, and she's telling him that uh, she had a dream about him dying. Of course she did. Oh, yeah, everybody wants to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, as long as, you know, uh, it's just before they're going on a potentially dangerous But he run. did drown in his own blood. He, yeah, technically. I suppose yes. that's how it would have gone down. Especially if you don't want someone having that dream after a Columbia Prince has given you $5 million. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> one of those neckties. Uh, back with Negan, he's telling uh, Sasha the plan. She starts crying and, uh, you know, to tell him that she's on board, but no one has to die. And Negan says that's really not going to work for him. But he agrees. Only, but only one person has to die. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. uh, and so she, she agrees to that because, yeah, basically she has no choice. And, and Negan admires her beach ball-sized lady nuts once again. Said, you know, I'd have these feelings about you if you were a man, too. So, uh, Good to know. Yeah, thank you. Just to clarify. PMI there, Negan. In a military meeting <laughs> with Maggie, uh, she's relaying the plan to her people, and, and Rick has told them to stay there and protect the hilltop. Don't listen to Rick, Maggie. Which is basically the opposite of what you should do. Right. If Rick right. says do something, do the opposite. <laughs> and Jesus is like, dude, you're the president already. Just own it, pretty much. And uh, Enid is designated Judith Sitter at this point. We always like and to where, track where, Judith. where did Greg go? Oh, he uh, took off to the sanctuary, presumably, but we don't know. He's but we, his, we don't, yeah. His sweet time getting there, apparently. So. It's apparently like two hours away from what we learn later in the, uh, or at least from Alexandria. We don't really know how far it is from, you know, you told his driver right, there to pack for the night. That leaves me so. so damn confused because he, Gregory leaves before uh, Negan ever gets there. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you never see him at all yeah, they, show up. They, they take a Somebody liberty. ate Gregory's face off. Come on. Uh, yeah, but we really want to see that happen because they, yes. you know, yeah, we, we build a It'll guy be in a flashback. They're so good at you. That much of flashbacks. a douche nozzle. You, you want the payback, you pay off. <laughs> I'm sure they'll tell us by episode 16. <laughs> yeah, the mystery of maybe he'll meet up with Heath while he's out there. You know, <laughs> just still holding one for you, Heath. Just to let you know, we remember you, dude. We remember you. <laughs> so. We cut to a force of the kingdom uh, marching along with General Carroll at the lead, which was actually a pretty badass scene, but I, you know, it's like, yes, I'm sure they've held a gun before they met you, Carroll, but good good looking out anyway. But so yeah, all so of a sudden they're marching? They're, they're going, well, I guess they were going to, it sounded like they were going to Alexandria to tell them, it's like, yes, we're okay, yeah, we're, we're in on this, so, which is where they ended up, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I actually thought that they were going to get uh, Morgan. Weren't well, they? Ran, ran into they him. were. Well, they were yeah, able to swing they, by his house on the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I thought that that was purposeful. 
Maybe. I, I, yeah. I, to convince him to come with them. Right. To to not idly stand by. Right, to join the fight. But it didn't look like they had marshaled, like, the whole army, you know. No, that's like true. Six yeah. Or seven. It sounded like they were, like, going to basically tell Rick, yes, we'll fight with you, and, you know, what's the plan? But I guess they felt the need to bring, you know, a, a squad to do that. I figured you could have just sent a fast driver and been like, yeah, we'll do it. What's, you know, what's the plan? Tell us what we need to do, but plot device we needed them in motion and shiva is there of course right uh, but uh yeah they come across morgan and some dead folks and um, carol scolds him for his lone wolf tactics and, and rightfully so it's like if you just are out here killing saviors and they're thinking it's coming and you're wearing the fucking kingdom's armor they might think it's us <laughs> well you know i have a question though because M- morgan went and he sharpened his staff mm-hmm. a while yeah. you know a while back and it seemed like he had already made up his mind what he was going to do so when they got to him and they you know they were Ezekiel was asking him you know why are you wearing this armor it, it kind of was like well he already sharpened his staff I thought he made up his mind already oh yeah so, he was he, he even told Carol that he was just going to go off kind of solo and kill any savior he comes across and just do it willy nilly and probably get his dumb ass killed like everyone else in the show has tried to at one point. Yeah, he oh, was, it's just Ezekiel he didn't was know on that. His, yeah. Morgan, Morgan was on his own for a long time and survived. Yes, he went yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. But he spent many seasons off the show. Just oh, killing everybody. Yeah, I know. Killing whatever, everybody whatever he came time, across. Whatever time frame that was, he was pretty successful as yeah, a solo act. He might work better alone. Yeah. You know, no, and he, he was, but he had a son at that point, and he lost him in between mm-hmm. all that, mm-hmm. which yeah, drove but, him batshit crazy. Yeah, and when he went back, oh, yeah, he, he just started killing everybody he came across. He thought it was a duty to, to relieve to them, them of life. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, he didn't run into just one person at a time. He ran into groups. He ran into, you know, probably not a church party, but, you know, hey, he ran into a lot. Well, he even said his, his famous line there that he was stuck and, you know, that uh, he, uh, you know, I, I think maybe he didn't feel like he was safe around other people. <laughs> like, I think we discussed a couple of weeks ago, maybe you and me, Mike, that, yeah. you know, he, he when he lost it there again, he was, and when Ben died, he was just kind of like he was having some serious flashbacks and clear type thinking again and uh yeah he he i think he's he thinking he could just go like wolverine berserker rage you know and accidentally pop a, a staff in the eye of one of his buddies or something but you know carol and ezekiel kind of got him to come around and be like hey look we're let's all be ninja badass killers together yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And Ezekiel gives the great speech, uh, telling him he isn't stuck and he should join them and end the capricious malevolence of the saviors, which is maybe the best sentence ever uttered on this show. In my <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, Ezekiel was bringing his community and a pretty theater. great yeah. delivery too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. So uh, yeah, as I said, Shiva's in the patrol as well, but I'm sure that won't come into play later. Um, so the heapsters arrive on their bicycles and in garbage trucks because, of course, uh, especially the bicycles. Uh, I love that. that was hilarious. <laughs> that was that was pretty epic arrival. That was a pretty epic arrival. Yeah. <laughs> 
And this was pretty bizarre, too. Jadis can't help but notice Rick has a much nicer place, for one. And she looks at Michonne and asks, Yours? And asks if she can have a ride on the Rixicle after the battle. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, Michonne doesn't immediately cut her head off because uh, they need an army. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, she I take. Like- Remember, she takes, she doesn't bother. Takes, she doesn't yeah. bother, but yeah. So, yeah. Rick's on I like the list. that. Uh, I like that. That was, uh, you know, she, she, uh, you know, she runs a matriarchy. Maybe she assumes uh, Michonne's really in charge here. Right. Yeah. Which, why she probably should be. <laughs> <laughs> and we we get a little montage of bomb booby traps being rigged and, and the town preparing, of course. Don't yeah. tell the NSA. No. Bob making one one. Yeah. And Negan and company are clearing the obstacle Dwight put in their way, some cut down trees. And Eugene offers to go ahead and try to, what is the term he uses, cool their jets and smooth their roll or something like that. I don't know. Slow their jets and cool their roll. That's it, a classic <laughs> Eugenism, uh, if there ever was one. And uh, Michonne is getting one of the heapsters up in the uh, sniper's nest, uh, all set to go, and who just says we win. Michonne's like, yeah, yeah that. That's no, wasn't planned. that Tamiel? Wasn't that Tamiel the one? No, that- it was someone. Else. I don't think that was Tamiel. I think she was still on the ground. She looked a bit like her. But they all kind of look alike. Just they all look like kind of crack addicts, honestly. Um, <laughs> oh, they're trash people. What do you expect? Them right, you know. I mean, I do personally. Sometimes, maybe might like women who understand the value of using just a few words. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. There's, there's extremes of the spectrum, though. And, you know, I like one that a, a little more conversation. Uh, <laughs> valid point, though, Al. More Abe and Sasha stuff, talking about kicking shit and eating snakes. Get some good Abisms in this one. And he asks her about the dream and how he dies, and she tells him he drowns at the beach. And he's like, that's crazy talk. I hate the beach. That'll never happen. I'm more likely to get my head bashed in. Uh, he doesn't say uh-huh. that. He doesn't really say that, Dave Pascrell. Uh, <laughs> no, he talks more about his nut sack. Yeah, usually. That's- <laughs> and, and putting the big meaty one out there. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. my personal favorite line next to Capricious Malevolence. Yeah, we would we, be hard pressed, David, to, to re recite all the abysms over the years, so you really should just Google them. Somebody must have collected them somewhere by now. For sure. probably a YouTube video of just all of them cut together. Uh, I think I've actually watched it, because I'm a nerd that way. That's why he and Eugene were such a great double act. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, you almost needed, like, a glossary to figure out what the hell they were saying half the time <laughs> between the two of them. So Sasha in the dream world is trying to get him to sit out the Maggie run, obviously, and he probably should have listened to her, uh, with hindsight being what it is. And the moment is at hand, and everyone is getting into position. Eugene rolls up to them and informs that the jig is up, and they all need to just be good little rebels and, and submit, or they'll all die. And Rick asks, where's Negan? And Eugene, of course, replies that he is Negan. And Rosita gives a knowing look to Rick, who gives him gives her the nod to blow up Eugene, basically. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. No kaboom. No kaboom. Now, let me get, let, let, can we talk about Eugene here just for a second? Oh yeah. Here's the thing. Year. If if your options in life are constant danger under Rick, 
or security under Negan? Is picking Negan that crazy a choice? I, I think I said no. this last episode. I mean, I'm not, I... I'm not saying one of them is Trump and one of them is Hillary, but sometimes <laughs> it's really hard to pick a leader. I'm just saying that. No. <laughs> and we've established long ago that Eugene is just a big weenie and is going to go to wherever he feels safest. No, I mean he's. I think but how he's, can you he, not? Is that crazy? Be, is, is 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 that a crazy instinct though? It's very pragmatic in this world. But for and, some people, that's just who they are. But still, you can't help but be pissed off and disappointed in him after everything that Big Redhead did for him. Right. I, mm, I mean, yeah. you know, they he was willing to get him from one place to another and the way that he goes down and you think what would be on the back of his mind is to set shit straight for everything that he did when he lied to to Abraham I mean seriously that has got to be such a huge disappointment not just to me but to other people I would think and you want him to come back you want him to follow through to do something that there isn't hope lost yet for him at least that's what you're hoping right I don't think I don't think Rosita felt that way and if anybody was gonna, well, was gonna apparently, have... neither did Rick when they were getting ready to blow him up too, because he is Negan. Yeah, they they'd had enough, so I don't. Yeah, know. But, but you know the thing is, Rick didn't have the relationship with Eugene that Abraham right. or Rosita had. That's right, right, right. exactly. You know, that's my point. And so you know the thing is, Rick could sit there and go, "Okay, you're with them." Boom. But to sit there and turn to Rosita, and she's got to press the button, and she's, you know, done the long walk with Eugene. She knows Eugene. She's had Eugene watch her. Yeah. You know? And just... Made a bullet for her, man. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... did, Did, you know, she did not pause for one moment. Now... You know, forgive me, but if I'd hit that button once and it didn't work, I'd be hitting it 27 times and checking the batteries on it. Yeah, you do the Joker <laughs> you know? Dark Knight thing. Holy crap. There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. I was thinking Ocean's 13, but okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, I, I think, well, I, I almost said, I guess Eugene probably knew about the the, uh, the Heapsters, too, though, I'm assuming. I guess it's not really explicitly said. But I guess it could be argued if he didn't know about the heapsters that he was kind of putting himself out there and giving Rick and crew, you know. Uh, no, but didn't he say the jig was up? Well, I think, uh, I think, well, yeah. Well, yeah, but he, had, he knew he had the savers behind him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he knew that, uh, he, that he must have been in on the heapsters thing, too, though, I would assume. Yeah. Because he, he couldn't must- have thought that he'd stand out there and think that Rick or somebody might not kill his ass. So it was an unconventionally uh, brave for him thing for him to do. Do you do you really think that Eugene has earned his way into Negan's circle of of knowledge? I mean, Dwight's been with him for how long, and he didn't know. Well, sometimes it seems like it's easier than it should be. Yeah, but he wasn't <laughs> there the whole way through. Yeah. He was okay. with okay. them. He let was me, with me. Alexandria uh, when. When all that was going down, the deal was being made between uh, the trash people and Negan's people. 
Yeah, but let well, me let at me least make we have a valid reason here, to though. hate him other than his haircut. So I'm good with that. Now the the <laughs> thing is, when you sit there and you look at 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 Eugene and Negan's relationship, Negan is obviously read that sheet of paper that says, you know, the 25 rules for being an evil overlord, because like the second or third one on the list is make sure that any plan that you have, no matter how complex is run by a five-year-old first, because they will be able to point out any faults in logic that there are. And Eugene is the closest thing that you've got to a five-year-old there. I mean, I think, and I think, you know, what one of the things Negan seems to look for is, I mean, loyalty is part of it, but he likes skills, yeah, and yeah. like it or not, Eugene has useful skills, and he's he is valuable. I agree. He yeah. certainly he is getting more done for them than he ever did with Rick. Yeah. Do you think Negan is ever going to learn that monologuing is not what works for him? No, you know, every, any good villain's going to fall prey to it eventually. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were we here? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, everyone, the, the heapsters are in on it, and um, of course, Jadis is standing right next to Rick, um, so she has a drop on him, and he kind of has this look on his face, like, oh, I really need to vet my allies a little better. <laughs> <laughs> we pinky sweared. Come on. Yeah. And he's like, we had a deal. We had a deal. Let's or, make a or better Or maybe deal. he needs to treat them better. That, that wouldn't hurt either. He, you know, he did kill. Uh, what was his name? Wilhelm Scream or whatever his, the zombie's name was. Spike. <laughs> um, it was Jadis's husband, probably. Uh, yeah, and uh, one of the Heatsters, a sniper lady, also gets a drop on Michonne, of course. And Negan starts chewing scenery. Rick whines to Jadis, and she's like, "They had a better deal and a bigger army." Sorry. <laughs> and for plot reasons, Negan doesn't disarm Rick's crew right away. Which you'd think would be the, you know, uh, quashing rebellion 101. Well, he was too busy monologuing. Right, yeah. <laughs> Example yeah. one in this, this particular episode. <laughs> the, the second time might involve some wildlife. Uh, he's yeah. got his mind on the pool table, for one thing. He's got yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's... Well, he had such a good time the last time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, memories, memories. I have actually come across Negan's backstory. Yeah, it's in the comic. Don't spoil it because I don't. I Keep it to yourself. <laughs> it's the one time you're ahead of me on the comics, apparently. I'm not reading the comics. <laughs> I don't read comics. We've established that. Well, then you must have wikied it or something, because uh, as far little, as I know, that's the only other place it's written. Little birdie must have told her. Yeah, I think the uh, issues are out now, so I'm, I'm actually four I'm, pages at a time. It's annoying. Yeah, it's worse than Stephen King's The Green Mile. <laughs> No, screw that. I'll wait till they're all out. Uh, where are we here? Yeah, Negan informs him that uh, Sasha's in, in the uh, the coffin that Dwight and Simon have just unloaded. And she's alive and well. At least he thinks so. And he finally asks for the guns and a person of Rick's choosing for Lucille. He also wants his Daryl back and in the pool table, of course. And Rick, Rick asks for proof of life for Sasha. So Negan goes to open the coffin. And, and for a while now, I... I think a lot of us have seen where this is going, and uh, <laughs> and sure enough, a flashback uh, back to her listening to music in the dark, which we now know is the coffin, and another flashback with Ave 
and he tells her, hey, we do this to protect people, putting our meat out there and all that good stuff, and we have to go on the trip because this has already happened and you're just flashbacking. So we get one more flashback about Eugene packing Sasha into the coffin and giving her the iPod, and she tells him uh, she still believes in him, that he can be a real boy someday. And uh, Negan tells her that uh, she doesn't have to ride in the coffin if she doesn't want to, but plans. So she says she just wants to sleep and ask for some water. And that's probably when my brain finally went like, ah, I got it. I think it was earlier than that, I think. But Well, couldn't it be because riding in a coffin in Virginia is hot? Well, yeah. Not <laughs> well, it's going to give her a NyQuil headache, too. Yeah, you know? but she wasn't really concerned about that. She had cold drugs with her. I mean, all, I mean, I mean as you're saying, all the groundwork was there, but I did not see it coming. <laughs> I'll confess to that. I actually, the first scene, I kind of figured out pretty, I'm like, that's her dying. I'm like, she's taking the pill. I actually kind of oh, had yeah. it right, yeah. right out of the gate. But, you know, I wasn't positive, but it added up later and later. <laughs> yeah, see where I felt that they went wrong a lot with this particular uh, flashbacks is that there were so many that didn't need, they could have done it in one long take and been done with it. Yeah. Uh, it's just and then the way they did her coffin scene uh, it was also confusing because they show her taking the pill where it's in the middle of the episode but it was really when they first took off because you can hear the truck start and I think that caused a lot of people to be confused because uh, uh, Eugene explained in the previous episode that it would take uh, a little while for it to work, at least 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes for it yeah. to really work. And so she knew that there was a two-hour drive. So, you know, it seemed as though those flashbacks were n- – n- they really didn't need to happen so much. Uh, they were slaved to the commercial schedule, probably. I mean, yeah. Well, my my issue with the flashbacks, and though I, I loved seeing her with, yeah, Abe. Mr. Dolphin Abraham. Smooth there, Abe. <laughs> I, I loved seeing her with Abe. She was actually only with Abe for, what, like five minutes they dated? Exactly. She was with Bob so much longer. Yeah. And a flashback to Tyrese would have been awesome. Eh, yeah, who wouldn't have heard? But, I mean, I, I know where her head was and, and what they were doing and, and bringing Abe back for that episode. Yeah, epic. Thank you very much, whoever decided to put that in, Scott Gimbel or whatever. But, yeah, her relationship no, with Abe was, was brand new. And, I mean, even when she flashed back to the beginning of it, um, yeah, she was she was with Bob so much longer. Yeah. And Tyrese well, longer than that. They couldn't exactly. get him back. He must be working elsewhere. <laughs> well, you know, it would have made, though, any one of them, I think, would have flew out just to do a scene. Yeah. Because of the love of the show. But I really agree with Sarah so much on that. A hundred percent, even. Because when you're getting ready to die, don't you think you see all these people and memories go through your mind if you have that opportunity like she did? I think maybe she was just, you know, those. I, I actually took it first that those were like her dying moments. You know, that, she, that was all happening as she was dying, basically. Um, but it could have just Which been it her, was. her focusing on, on one particular memory. It's like that's who she wants to think of when she's going down, you know. But 
Can't ask her now. Yeah, but they're playing I Am Free. Yeah. You know, and for them to play I Am Free while she's in a coffin and, yeah, we get it. We we get it. It was kind of like rubbing it in your little pandering. Yeah. I'm really not a fan of of Sasha going out. I mean, she was going to go out and hail of bullets, I guess. That would have been a better suicidal death for her, I guess, in my opinion, even though this was more creative. No, I she think it was great because she, she turned herself into the weapon that she couldn't get from Eugene. Yeah. Right. She came pretty close to taking out Negan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it, it was well, nice she, to see... Watching it, him go to Pee Pee Pants City was awesome. It was nice to yeah. see him rattled yeah. for a change. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. definitely a, a different dynamic. No, and she did save them all mm-hmm. because she oh, yeah. gave them a fighting chance, even if it was brief. She gave them a chance to fight. As far as distractions go, it's it's right up there. With, yeah. <laughs> and with the trash pail kids doing whatever it is that they did with Negan, she, Sasha was basically the only chance they had. Yeah. Until enter the tiger but you know that's a whole nother <laughs> sounds like a Bruce Lee movie right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she um, yep. that means. um so as we all kind of expected Sasha takes the suicide pill and uh, readies her zombie surprise when Negan opens the coffin and just briefly again we need to kind it would of really embarrassing if Sasha didn't turn well yeah I was just going to bring that up it. yeah this show plays pretty fast and loose with like the the time it takes to turn, and uh, she needed to turn within two hours, so she did. Maybe it's just a will thing. Maybe it's like, ah, okay, I'm ready to become a zombie. Let's do it now. She <laughs> she's small, body mass. It's it, it it goes quicker with some people. So yeah, Negan. She struggles. Uh, does fall right on Negan um, and struggles with him, and he's saved by one of his men, who is promptly a snack for Sasha. And mayhem shooting, no major characters dying, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and nobody understands, like, it actually looks like Gabriel and Carl are the only ones that understand the concept of actual cover in a firefight. So good for them. Everyone I wouldn't trust just... Carl with a gun, though. And depth, <laughs> no. depth perception really matters in that business. Yeah, it really does. Well, you close uh, one eye when you shoot, so he's just always ready. <laughs> he's perfect. <laughs> yeah, but Carl, Carl's right-handed, and he's missing his right eye. So that's going to really throw <laughs> off the aim. Yeah, and I saw, I saw a picture on the Internet uh, that during the, uh, the Oceanside episode, he was aiming the rifle with his right hand, with the eye that's not there. Phantom eyeball. Oh. <laughs> Those kind of details take a you know, severe Google search to find things out like that, so I can't blame the writers for not getting that right. Now, if you had been King Ezekiel, wouldn't you have been in the weeks and months leading up to this kind of trying to get anything that's got Negan scent on it, you know, like maybe the pool cue or something from Rick and them. So yeah. you consider go, Shiva, go after this. I go after this. Jungle cats work like that. but Right. Wrong maybe. dude, Shiva. Wrong dude. Well, hey, let's let's not, uh, Shiva knows not to eat anybody but bad guys, so we'll give her, give her that much. Shiva eats who Ezekiel tells her to eat. That was the great zoo training she received. Apparently, yeah. Uh, It didn't work for Roy. Uh... (laughs) But I got to tell you, okay, so we're A little soon for that one, right? (laughs) Always. He's the one who chose to play with tigers as a profession. That's all I'm saying. 
Oh, I'm sorry, so, Beth. What? We're all sitting here, myself, my son, my husband, and we're all on the bed, and we're like, oh, shit. No, and he's just about to swing. Negan's about to swing. And then you see Shiva come into the picture. We all had our hands raised like like we just watched a touchdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. I, I forgave a lot of bad writing when that tiger came on the screen. Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, I mean that makes – it makes no sense. It's insane. It's terrible. It's dumb, but it's freaking awesome. Oh yeah, at the glorious. same time, <laughs> and you, you have to have it. You know, we were all saying it's like I hope they save some of the special effects budget for. And you thought for the it, attack, and can then it looked good compared to some of the other tiger stuff we've had helps recently. Helps that it was fast. Yeah, oh yeah, it was fast. That helps. Yeah, that you got to awesome. know how to cut those things. You never want to spend too much time on computer generated things, no matter what they are. I still think back to the Incredible Hulk TV show when he fought the bear. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he threw the bear like 500 yards, oh, and they keep showing the stuffed bear just <laughs> yeah. flitting in the wind. Uh, luckily, we've got a little farther than that. But um, Yes. And we got some good face-eating from him, too. So, I mean, that was the bonus, I think. we could They could have just cut away after the, the two jumps and... But we got him actually eating somebody, so good for you, Nicotero. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. We eat that shit up. Oh, yeah. But but we got to fill this in for David Pascarella. I mean, we jumped the gun a little bit, but I'm yeah, sorry. We, we we had uh, the Alexandrians eventually get you know uh, subdued, and of course none of the major players. Rosita does take one. Yeah, Michonne um, gets pretty roughed up. Yeah, Michonne yes. fighting with the, the sniper lady was was a pretty brutal fight. We basically we just cut to the fight already in progress, and mm-hmm. Michonne's head is just going bam, bam, bam on the floor. And she looked at two men. And that just caught me so off guard because I'm like, I can't believe this bitch has got one up on you. That was a rocky level. her ass already. That was a rocky one level beating. That was pretty. uh, I mean, she had two walkers (laughs) on a chain, man. (laughs) And this broad is beating her ass. I I was just like, oh, come on. Trash girls are are, are They're trash. They're tough. They're They're tough. tough. Tossing bags into those trucks all day and all know. that I mean, they, dumpster pulling, I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, for filthy garbage people, no offense. <laughs> uh, right. they're, they're pretty yeah. tough. And yeah, he works needs to work on his people skills too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we got uh, all the, uh, the the main players uh, basically down on their knees again, and, and Carl's down on his knees, and Rick brings a shot. Rick, well, yeah, at one point. Uh, you know, when Rick tries to beg Jadis for for another deal, she basically says, "Get down." He's like, "We want another deal," and she just shoots him. I said, kicks, "Get down now!" Yeah, yeah kicks <laughs> kicks him off the tower. And if she wants to lay with him after the fight, that's probably she should have <laughs> stayed out of that area with a gunshot. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's not going anywhere now. Yeah, that's a fact. And so, yeah, but uh, if you think about it, that really would make you think they're with you. You know, they're not. Planning some shady shit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's you gotta you, that she definitely took all the wind out of any suspicious sails with that one comment. It's basically, I want your man when this is over. Exactly. A little flirt, yeah. a little flirt, a little shooting. You know, yeah. it's all it's all it's all part of the game. Yeah, Michonne didn't even know how to to, to <laughs> reply to that. It was kind of a great scene. But but as a rule, shooting a guy. 
isn't the equivalent to foreplay. It's not a it's good kind of what It's kind of what the trash people it is. Yeah. I've seen some movies where, you know, it is, where it's like, oh, I'm dying, but let's have sex. That'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> or Whatever. let's compare scars, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be a whole season on this show, probably. Uh, you just need to do one big scene, like, from Jaws with everyone comparing their <laughs> shit. And then singing. Um, <laughs> show me the way to kill walkers. Why do I hear Daryl doing the Indianapolis speech? Now? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, where are we here? Uh, nope, nope, nope. Did that. Um, Rick was yeah. about to to shake up his can of whoop ass in Negan's face. Yeah, Rick, yeah. Rick is feeling his oats again because um, we we get another fake out death. Really fucking getting sick of these. Um, where we think Michonne might have fallen off the roof, but we know better at this point. Did you really believe for a minute that Michonne fell off the roof? See, my, my heart wants to every time they do it to me, and so that's maybe why I'm more... Dis- <laughs> and that makes me an evil freaking person. It's like, yes, they just killed Michonne. Like, what did you just say? That she's a hero, heroine of ours. You know, you're supposed to not wish for that, but... I just, I'm sick of the little tricks. They don't need to, you know, they, they know we're coming back. They don't need to pull this shit. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of my pet peeves about their show. But they need to commit to it. They, that's the shock value that the show has lost that, you know, they, they yeah, don't but, you know, through anymore. I think you got something here that, that you know, it, it shows the big difference between Rick and Michonne. When Michonne thought that Rick was gone the, in, in that ridiculous moment a couple episodes back yeah she she froze she gave up she was ready to go when rick saw what he thought was michonne falling to her death he grew a huge pair of donkey balls he just slipped back into revenge idiocy in my opinion he just you know because negan's again just like oh you're gonna kill me huh okay you know Guess what? If that tiger doesn't show up, your kid's brains are all over my back. (laughs) No, I actually see it my husband's way. (laughs) Only because I I can honestly sit there and say he's not going to let her just die in vain. He's going to he's going to step to the plate because that's what she wanted. That's what she encouraged. Oh, yeah. I'd like to and he's got Carl, Carl too. He's, and yeah. at that point, what would he have left to lose? Right. Exactly. Yeah. As far right. as he knows, Michonne's just taking the hatter off the roof. Carl's going to meet Lucille. He's got nothing left to lose. That's yeah. right. He becomes even more, more dangerous. Right. Yeah, those are the most dangerous people. The ones that, yeah, what are you going to do to me that hasn't already been done? Exactly. I guess you might as well get your last verbal look, licks in, but you know, <laughs> it comes down to it. <laughs> if there's no tiger, there's doom. But there's a goddamn tiger. Luckily, uh, yeah. Is this is, is 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 this technically called the Tigris ex machina? Is that the, the <laughs> yeah, baby? Yes, that, that that that's why we hire a professor for these things, kids. Um, and if you thought with the Latin if, stuff, if if you thought Negan was rattled before, when the yeah. tiger oh, shows yeah. up, now he is, yeah. he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah, because uh, and they got a tiger. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and thus the advantage to uh, Ezekiel doing business outside of the gates, because uh, yeah, as we've speculated before, we didn't think. Uh, Negan knows about Shiva, and, and that's a good thing. Well, did, obviously, well, didn't they bring the tiger to a couple of the drops or no? 
I don't think so. No, not not to the never supply no. drink. No. Yeah. You know, not just for budgetary reasons, apparently. And it's if that's a good secret well, weapon then to have, man. Why would <laughs> if, if you don't want to let that cat out of the bag? Everything yeah, right down to their last candle. <laughs> I see what you did there, Scott. Thank you. If Negan is the last candle, why would he show them that he has a ti- that they have a tiger? Yeah, yep. yeah. So. That's your secret weapon. Yep. Yeah, and I don't think maybe she was watching from the trees, but. <laughs> I think there's a few times you might have thought she was going to come out and bite someone, and she never did. But well, yeah, again, this was best, perfect best timing. Trained tiger in the universe because it right? the bad right. guys. <laughs> so gotta love it. And 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 Ezekiel follows it up with a proclamation. Yeah, absolutely. That is what he does. Yeah, it's like King or Aragorn himself. You know, <laughs> Alexandria shall not fall this day. You know, great. tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Well, eight months from now. <laughs> um, so yeah, more mayhem, of course, and a goddamn tiger and battle cat is here with the kingdom and face eating and rescuing is afoot. And I'm and thinking Mag- it's about time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Maggie and the Hilltop Army also shows up, and Maggie has learned the valuable lesson that you should that you should never listen to Rick. Um, who's alive? That, to just- those are words to live by, actually. Yeah. She actually used the term phalanx out in the melee. Oh, I missed that, but well done. Who did Maggie yeah. did? Yeah, Maggie did. Oh, nice. Yes, she did. Yeah, she's been talking to, you know, Jesus has got to be like former military or something, so he's been helping her out with some of the tactical shit, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and Negan, he's like, the goddamn it, the widow's back, guns are blazing. <laughs> I know. That was awesome. Well, just in case we missed what was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it, it's still needed know, to be said. What, what was so great is after on Talking Dead, how uh, Negan or um, Morgan, or, no, wait, what's his, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was saying that, uh, Rick was walking around all day in a happy mood because shit was about to go down. He's getting a gun back in his hand. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, how awesome is that? <laughs> he didn't get to really do any of the – he didn't really get to do much playing with the guns, though, as everyone else. He was, was Jadis' bitch for most of the episode. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's got to seem like, you know, there are, there are days on set when Greg Nicotero's walking around, and then there's that one day where Greg walks up in front of he goes, Rick, here, you can have these back. And he hands him some testicles. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there's the days Rick is without, and there's the days where he's got them. Yeah, and these are right. definitely the days where he's got them. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. So yeah, the town finally gets uh, secured. But let's talk a minute. Just uh, Well, the, the, the heapsters escape, Jadis included. They pop some ninja smoke and Batman themselves yeah, they, away. Yeah, they set up a flare or a smoke bomb, or what was that? Yeah, there's a some flare, smoke, then a smoke bomb. bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they must have a lot of bikes back at Alexandria, the bikes that Harley made, because <laughs> uh, they didn't take any with them. <laughs> no, they just kind of fled, and I guess they got back in their their garbage trucks, I assume, somewhere down the road. Yeah, I guess that that was probably the flare, yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the bottomless ammo clips a little bit that everyone has. <laughs> it's worse than a friggin' 80s Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, just, 
all right, you know, you're going to have a good firefight, go all in on it, but this, this show is pretty much dispensed with any realism at all concerning, like, gasoline or ammunition. Right. right. Because, yeah, they, they found all these guns in two convenient places, and I guess we're to assume that they were just fully freaking stocked with ammo, too. Um, why not? I guess. Well, we knew Seaside was. Yeah, yeah. And then hey, Walmart's running mil- the sale. I mean, they showed this happening. They showed them finding the ammo, too, so it's not like it didn't happen. But it was still, like, an alarming lack of anybody changing a clip or anything. <laughs> <laughs> or attempting to conserve ammo at all. Or <laughs> And they did it off camera. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I just I like a little realism in my fantasy. Call me crazy. What was the gun that Daryl was firing with that, that triangular muzzle on it? I don't know, but it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. You've got to give Daryl a special one, and and the crossbow just wouldn't have worked for that particular battle. I mean, um, my only question about the logistics of the firefight is, how do you tell an enemy from an ally you haven't met yet? Yeah, well, at least because yeah. but there are lots of groups coming together that you might not personally have had uh, acquaintance with. Well, the kingdom people. Well, you know, Ezekiel, I guess if they're shooting at you, you shoot at them. Is that? I guess Ezekiel's group are all wearing made-up armor. <laughs> that's and right. That's right. Kill, uh, the, yeah, the they're all in baseball All in black because yeah, apparently <laughs> that's you know garbage. And it's very simple. The ones in makeup have contracts. Don't shoot them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, they couldn't even have taken out Terra for me. I mean, I don't know. I did like the one-fingered salute that Negan gives on his way out of town. Mm-hmm. Right out of the out of the side of the truck. You, you know, you just, you just is, uh, made me think of something here. It'd have been even funnier if uh, Negan's finger got blown off. That would have been I'm, cool. I'm going to wait till the end. I'll, I'll wait till you're finished with the, with the synopsis, though. Okay, well, that's pretty Seven. much it. I mean, uh, they, they mop up things. Obviously, we get a, uh, you know, back at the sanctuary, uh, Negan confronts Eugene a little bit about the Sasha situation. Clearly suspicious a touch, but not enough to just take the bat to him. And Eugene, thinking on his feet, tells him uh, she simply ran out of air, you know, and probably suffocated because it's fucking Virginia and she was in a coffin. Um, and he's learned a pretty good poker face in the time he's been mm-hmm. Negan. Mm-hmm. Gotta got hand that to Eugene. He's definitely become the chameleon he needs to be. Um, Negan seems to be unconvinced, but lets it go till next season at least, and, and tells his troops, "We're going to war." Just like Saruman, you know, flashed into my nerd head. <laughs> we have and, right to do. We will feast you know, on man flesh. I appreciate the the little soldier that Daryl found that said didn't know. Yeah. You know that told us that he was still in. Um, Dwight. Dwight, Dwight yeah. was still in. So, and it made me wonder too. All in that scene. Well, did he know? Did he not know? So I'm glad they were able to at least close that out until next season. Yeah, I was really confused by that when I first saw it, and I jumped on the internets and they explained it for me. But I guess it had been. Well, he didn't know. But what didn't you know that the trash people had fled? Yeah, yeah. So, and here's uh, another thing, though that that uh, I was sitting there thinking about. You know, they didn't know that Dwight was there in the convoy with Negan because he was in the same vehicle with Negan. Yeah. And if they had blown up that uh, truck the way they intended to, it probably would have hit that. It probably would have hit Negan's vehicle. 
yeah. pretty heavily. Killed, you know, killed Eugene out there, but it would have killed. Probably would have killed them too, and killed Dwight, who was in on the plan. Right, but I don't think. Rick would have lost a lot of sleep over no. it. Yeah. <laughs> or Daryl for that. Matter. Yeah, but see, Dwight knew the explosives were there, didn't he? Uh, I don't. He think knew he that maybe... was part of the plan. I don't know. I don't think he no, knew the, the he details. Was... He, he was you just like, see... I'm gonna, I'm gonna delay them so you can get ready. Yeah, yes, and I not only that, was that a... they found the toy soldier in the bar where he was being held in the jail bar. When he picked up that toy soldier, that's where he was being held. Yeah, I'm a little sketchy on on how where when he had time to write that. Actually, I thought the toy soldier was by the front gate. Yeah, so did I. And I was curious how Daryl knew to go look there to get it. Well, he did was they, shutting the gate, and he knows. He was shutting the gate. You know, you'll look down like you do. Oh, okay. No, I thought it was the jail, that little jail over by. No, it, it was by that the concrete. So it, you're saying it was the the gate? Yeah, because yeah, the jail's actually inside. It of was the front gate to Alexandria. He was closing it after everybody had left, and Negan had flipped the bird and cue commercial time. But yeah. I just and thought after, that that seemed so odd to find it by the gate when it might have not ever been found, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Was, like, that was really complete. the only place Dwight could have left it. Yeah. It's not like you could have walked up and goes, here, dude, you dropped this little toy soldier when we were playing last week. (laughs) As Riggs and Murtai would say, it's a little thin. Yeah, it's anorexic. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we've come to expect that. But we had a tiger attack in this episode, and that forgives everything else. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, we we get the soldier scene, and I guess that was, I think I had read that he'd left that when they originally had stolen Daryl's shit when they, he met him out on the road. He left him the uh, the Toy Soldier's consolation prize or something. Sorry, we stole your shit. Here's a toy. Um, and so uh, we, we get a voiceover from Maggie and we you know scenes of uh, some speech going on with the Kingdom members and everyone we're giving his war speech, presumably, and hopefully Maggie's saying, we're impeaching your ass, you're, you're a good soldier, but I'm taking over the day-to-day shit because you're an idiot. <laughs> As well she should. Yes, she should. Um, and, you know, we're ready for war. See you in a year. And, uh, yeah, should be an interesting one. Yeah, the closing credits had a nice dedication to recently departed um, Bernie yeah. Ritson. Yeah. You missed, of course, them going out and uh, taking care of oh, Sasha. Yeah. yeah, Jesus and uh, yep. Maggie went out and, and took care of zombie Sasha, very sadly. Uh, and I, I also thought that little scene they kept flashing to of Maggie sitting next to Sasha was also kind of like her death type thing, and that was like her last moment mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. You know, that Maggie was kind of like this, you know go-betweens, like, letting uh, letting Sasha go and say hi to Gwen while you're over there. And Abe, and everyone else that Rick has gotten killed over the years. Um, and, and the speech, <laughs> I'm so evil. As, as the speech is going on, I mean, the speech, the gist of it is Maggie kind of talking about how, wow, none of this, we never would have gotten to this space, this place, and what we're supposed to do, what we're going to, you know, go to war and try to accomplish right now. If, if Glenn had never saved Rick, you know, from the tank, and of course, career cynic that I am, you know, thought that 
maybe that would have been a good idea. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, in Glenn, retrospect, maybe you and Glenn wouldn't have met on the farm. Maybe things wouldn't have gone that way, and you know, but uh, maybe you'd still be alive somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I am glad they tied it back to Glenn, but it, I, I yeah. do think that that's true. And I, I don't think uh, Glenn ever either sought out or ever really got the credit that he deserved. No, I mean, no. he saved Rick in episode one. Come on. Yeah. Well, so uh, and, and he didn't get his dying flashback. Yeah. No, uh, well, no, Glenn, I, I Glenn is going to have this credit among the group. Guys, Glenn is coming back. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is coming back. Steven Young's filming scenes. We know he's going to come. Yeah, it's got to it's be flashbacks. There's no, there's oh, yeah. no way he's going to be coming back any other way. No, no, um, no. That's cool. Well, he could come back, but he's substantially shorter now, and he doesn't wear his hat. I hope that doesn't mean Maggie's dying soon. That that's like going to be their new trick. Like, all right, we'll flash. No, no. I figure the baby will be born, and while she's going through the the, yeah. the birthing yeah. process, she's going to have a bunch of flashbacks, and there's going to be the flashback that gives Glenn his due. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised if Herschel came back. Yeah, yep, well, yep. my prediction going forward is that they'll probably do the whole. I don't know if they'll milk it for the whole season. I think they'll maybe wrap up the whole war in the first eight episodes, and then maybe they'll do some kind of time jump, like they spoilers doing the comic book a little bit. And, and I don't and, know. And again, just a no spoilers at all. But there is some aftermath to the war. Yeah, that I think they might. Get into I th- so I I I think uh, I think your idea is is probably right. The first half is the war, and then the the second half maybe pick up a little while later with with the aftermath and with still with some of the people around. Because they have to address the Maggie president or uh, presidency and and presidency <laughs> well, that's and pregnancy. Um, fairly certain because by my calculations, she's at least a few months. Along by now, and not even showing on the show. Nope. Yeah, no. So time. Really the to... thing is, events move pretty fast, but time moves really slow. Yeah, on that but show. Still, I mean, she. We're talking a couple seasons ago now that that she found out she was pregnant. I think, even though not a lot of you know, yeah, actual time is probably. Past, yeah. But you know, a good few months anyway. So she's yeah should be showing sliding time scale. Sliding yeah. time scale. Yeah. You don't really show until three, until about four or five months. That's so it, true. It's got to be at and, least that though. No, I think it's is. probably less. I think it's less than three. No, they haven't had the the super hot sweaty days yet, have they? Of summer in Virginia. Well, that depends how hard you work. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we've never seen a winter on The Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've, uh, they've it was supposedly really cold it. when, when, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? When Daryl and you know, got stuck in the car. Aaron. It was cold enough. Oh, to, yeah. yeah. It, it was cold enough to see your breath. So that would have been winter. Probably. Hmm. Yeah, time passes weird on this show. You know, as we said, Carl's aged ten years in in three, so <laughs> it's all relative, man. Lots. And so has uh, his sister. Boy, she's <laughs> big. Yeah, it's hard to gauge. Um, you know, she looks about three ish, I guess, probably. Y- yeah. No, she's not talking. No. Little ass yeah. kicker hasn't said a word, and you know the words out of her mouth to be, Carl, get me some food now! <laughs> Probably. 
<laughs> yeah, they never were on screen long enough, but it would be nice to you know hear a dada or something like that. I thought our first word was going to be guns, Oceanside. <laughs> yeah. Walker. <laughs> we win. Yeah. So I, I know it's I know it's kind of shocking Tiger. that there are that there are other TV shows out there. I mean, there's there's a couple of channels, and some of them offer other shows. Did you did y'all know that Lucille guest starred in a couple? Oh yeah, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, (laughs) yes, she she was on Supernatural, which was awesome. Yeah, at the exact same time that that was airing on Big Bang Theory, Stuart was investigating a scary noise in the apartment with Lucille over his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what she gets for appearances. I I don't know. Less than Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Does she get her own trailer? (laughs) (laughs) I heard that Lucille the real diva. Yeah, you know, we, we, Beth was actually within 10 feet of Jeffrey Dean Morgan last week. I've got some great pictures. And, yeah, Daryl, and you escaped the convention without uh, a restraining order, so that was good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Never got close enough to Norman Reedus for her to put herself in any kind of litigious danger. <laughs> Unfortunately, they, 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 that, the, the thing ass. is, is they, yeah, they, uh, because of the storms that were going on last week, Mm-hmm. They wanted to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Norman Reedus back into uh, back to California or, or wherever for the Talking Dead, yeah, and everything. So they get, cut their visit short uh, by one and a half days. So that basically, if you hadn't gotten his autograph or picture by two in the afternoon, you were screwed. Yeah. And so we were screwed. And uh, it was it was just very nice uh, that we got to spend some time with Kari Payton who is just like the coolest guy in the world, the greatest voice you've ever heard up close. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, it's like my son, he turns to my son, he goes, you know, I do the voice of Cyborg on the Teen Titans. And Christopher's right. eyes just bugged out huge. <laughs> he, he is just so cool, you know? And yeah. so I said, well, hey, can you give me a soundbite here? And so you heard what we got there. So, yeah, he's just a cool guy all around. And, of course, yeah. he hugged my wife and, he is so down to earth, really, truly great guy. Yeah. And for him to take all that time that he did to talk with each and every person that went through the line, yeah. he he really would. Well, that was so cool. Yeah. So, yep. Car- Car- Kari, Car- if you're listening, <laughs> thank you. You are awesome. Well, we have audio proof that he listens to Two True Freaks now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're holding him to that, and I hope maybe you. You should get. A, I hope you got his contact information too, because I would not be a, above begging and/or sacrificing virgins to get him on this show. Right. <laughs> Stranger well, things happen. <laughs> I saw that uh, with the ratings for this season, you know, dipped a little bit, but the show is still the highest-rated show on TV. Okay, yeah. And yeah. now yeah. it has it has become the first show ever to be number one in adults eighteen to forty nine that key demo for yeah. five years in a row. No, yeah. no, other, no other show in TV no. history has done that. Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? I finally grow out of the demo, and it happened. <laughs> I only have to watch one more year, thankfully. Nobody wants you anymore. Uh, man, no kidding. Whew. But you know the the thing is I you know I think that they were the, they're their own worst enemy when it comes to the ratings dropping 
because they did make us eat shit sandwich a lot this season. Mm. And they need to figure out a better way of handling that so that, you know, you're not just in that, oh, God, here we go again. Negan's going to come and, you know, cycle games on us. It, it was too much. I really didn't see I – mean, I thought the, the the trashy people turning tail on him uh, – yeah, I, I really actually didn't see that coming for the most part. So, I mean, that was a nice little surprise for me. And we should have. Well, yeah, we yeah. probably should have. Um, I, I considered it. I'm like, you know, I figured they might just not show up, that, like, Rick would deliver them the guns and be like, okay, turn around and go now. You know, we don't bother, so we're not fighting your <laughs> fucking war for you, you moron. <laughs> I thought it might go down like that, but this was a lot more effective. Well, they, be- they betrayed... Rick for 10. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that. They were apparently hooking up with, you know, Negan was going to give them some human resources for either slaves and or food. We're not real clear on that. Um, Or maybe it was 10 pieces of silver. Yeah, yeah, that would be appropriate. I mean, Negan did say that people are resources. I mean, he made a point of that. So, you know, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was some human trafficking in there. Yeah. But, you know, that moment, that moment when Negan goes 10 and she agrees to 10, 10, you know, Rick should have just looked at her and go, yeah, a better deal. 15 people, yeah. It's going to keep getting better all the time. Just ask Lando Calrissian. Yeah, right. (laughs) We don't know if Star Wars, do we know if Star Wars existed in this universe? (laughs) Yes, it does. It can't not. I'm sure they've thrown out a Star Wars reference at one point or another. Yeah, I'm, I'm certain they have, too. Uh, well, if we but. see someone walking around with the saber, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I don't know. Overall, I wasn't a huge fan of this season, but I'm looking forward to the next one. Cause I'm, that was a great episode, though. Well, yeah, yeah it was. Gotta, uh, that, 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 was that, that episode really delivered. You know, it gave you that, yeah... You know, that guttural yeah that you needed, that you've been waiting for all season. Yeah. Yeah, Kari said, he said, tomorrow you won't be disappointed. And I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He was right. He he does. I mean, you you can genuinely tell he's having a ball in the part. Right. I don't know how you couldn't. So, I mean, that definitely comes through. Um, Yeah. Seasons like this are going to definitely be better binge-watched where you can see where those slow episodes build up to something yeah. and you're not waiting weeks you know, for yeah. something to happen. Yeah. You're waiting a couple of hours and it all does pull together. I just think it's there's a lot of lazy writing still. I mean, I love the show still and I'm, I'm still committed to it. I nitpick because I feel like this is the place we can do it because much as I love the Talking Dead, let's face it, Chris Hardwick's never going to come on. And no, that's say, a you promotion. Really, no. That's yeah, a promotional you guys really show. screwed that, the pooch with the writing this week. Yeah, that's He's a, never going to say that. No, no, no. Not on this show, but you never know what he says on his other shows. Mostly dick jokes from what I've seen. <laughs> There's one game show that like it, it exceeds the dick jokes on Talking Dead by like times ten. So, oh, man. <laughs> well, he's getting a lot of work lately. But let's just go around real quick. A thumbs up, thumbs down on the season as a whole. What you would have done differently. What you loved, and and we'll call it a night. But uh, Brian, why don't we start with you? Well, God, you know, the thing is, I got mixed emotions there. It, it was really 50-50. Yeah. You know, half of the season was, was really good, had some great stuff in it. Half the season just sucked ass. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, it's 
that that's a 50 50 i got two thumbs pointing at each other right now you know right <laughs> right I'll just I'll just go ditto for mine and what you just said because people have heard it from me all season. Though. I have no, nothing more to say on it really. But um, Professor Allen, go for it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I think I enjoyed it more than you guys did. Um, you know, sort of figuring that those the slow episodes were going somewhere, and in a zombie apocalypse, I don't expect my characters. To behave consistently because I sure know darn well I wouldn't. Right, it makes yeah valid point. Uh, I feel like I've just it's my role kind of as producer almost to to play the devil's advocate now. And if someone would email us and tell me I shouldn't anymore, I would definitely take that to part heart. But <laughs> weeklyheroics at yahoo dot com uh, or offer me five million dollars in Spanish, either or. <laughs> <laughs> Serotonin, your thoughts, please. Well, thankfully, we weren't stuck with any really crappy special effects. Yeah, you already said that. Um, I was kind of shocked that Sasha was the only walker in the episode. Uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> sorry, just had a, I had to, I had a moment. Give me, a, give me a second. <laughs> yeah, and I. I, I don't mind that there that this was not a Walker-centric episode. To me, that's just the setting. I don't need dramatic zombie kills. I mean, when they've happened, they've had some doozies this season. But yeah. that, that's not what I live for for the show. I know, but what is the title of the show? Mm. It would have been uh, some nice seasoning to have a little herd walk into the whole practice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, um, just you know, to kind of set the table here on this, several uh, years and years ago, my friends dragged me to see a movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. <laughs> Had Matthew McConaughey and Renee right. Zellweger in it before they became stars. Yep. Now, if a movie's got the term Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the title, shouldn't somebody get massacred by a chainsaw? In Texas, I would say there should at least be a chainsaw in it. Okay, it there was a chainsaw in it, but it didn't even touch anybody. <laughs> Did it at least take place in Texas? It looked like it was filmed in Louisiana. Okay, That's well, close enough. I guess. <laughs> the one out of no. three ain't bad. Very guys. swampy, you know. It's just you know. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it. I mean, that was a bad movie. A bad movie, but you must deliver. This show is called The Walking Dead. We got one walker. And okay, it was a big walker, it was Sasha, and it was dead. It's yeah, yeah, it was for, for a while yeah. on this show, and it it's not called The Walking Deads. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like The Last Jedi. It's a plural statement. Right, I don't think you're alone in that thought, though, Brian. I think that's and and next season is going to be very people centric for quite a while. So hopefully they'll find some good. You know Nicotero is going to be twitching to get some zombies in there eventually. So. Well, I mean, if I was going to be in a war in the zombie apocalypse, I'm going to find ways to use the zombies. I mean, oh, yeah. they've already done it. You know, Negan's oh, yeah. already done it. And, yeah. You know, the governor made really good use of it in the past. There's nothing that says that, you know, hey, Rick, do you remember where that gigantic herd was that, that Tyrese got killed by? Yeah. yeah let's point them somewhere. Somebody yeah, that'll else. work. Somebody will use them. Yeah, I, I, it's a simple rule. One should swallow before you inhale, and, and thank goodness I had the mute button so you didn't have to hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. 
Um, it's it's I like I liked it. It, it was it, I like how the fact that it ended with no gimmicks and cheap tricks and that was a plus. The horrible yes. cliffhangers that they've they've done. Yeah. Um, they had too many. Is he dead? Isn't he dead? Where is he? That's we had enough of that to last a lifetime. Oh, Heath's still um, missing. Yeah, Heath is still missing. <laughs> we'll find him somewhere eventually. Maybe. After twenty four gets canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we've stuck with this for ninety nine episodes so far. Um, this has set us up for you know it's we're going to lead into all out war. I just hope that they don't um, fill the next season with you know the the bizarre character decisions of why are you doing that you know just stupid shit um the trash pail kids gotta go um i'm sure they're on the target list at this I'm, point. I'm hoping that eugene grows a set of beach ball size lady nuts as do i <laughs> um you know because like i said i'm, I'm kind of happy to have a reason to hate him other than his hair but I'm not sure that that hate is actually well placed because, like I said, he's he's just a big weenie and he's got he's got zero um, self confidence in being able to take care of himself. So he's going to glom on to the biggest kid on the block. And right now he sees that as Negan because he's got you know four walls and a steady supply of food and people listen to what he says. And he's so, had experience with Rick. Yeah, and there's there's a big ego stroke happening with Negan listening to what he says, where Rick was kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but don't you think that part of that may have been exactly for what Rosita said to him? And since he was closest to Abraham and Rosita, that what she said to him whenever he was making her the bullet really fucked him up in a big way. And that's why he may have said, I am Negan so quickly, uh, not just because he didn't want to be loyal. He felt so... so that, that, that is a valid point. That, that is a valid point. And the fact that Sasha pointed out that she still has hope for him. I mean, it's not everybody's given up on him. I'm hoping that he hasn't actually given up on himself. Yeah, I am with you 100%. It just makes me wonder what head trip she put him in. I think Sasha's the only one that hasn't given up on him at this point. I think he's probably burned his bridges with the Rick crew at this point. <laughs> they were ready to blow him sky high. They didn't well, kill Dwight. They didn't kill Dwight. Anybody can survive. Negan can survive. So, yeah, when it, when it faded out with Negan standing up on his balcony giving the, okay, kids, we're going to war speech, and he's got two traitors in his midst. Um, I wonder, I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out next season. And like I said, I'm, I'm really glad that they didn't leave us with that horrible cliffhanger bullshit that they yeah, relied on Yeah, I think they learned so their much. lesson on that one. Yeah. They, they took some really... Sh- some serious shit for that <laughs> and they definitely applaud them definitely for learning that lesson yeah. I mean for for a season that started out with the seven minutes of the goriest television I've ever witnessed in my life um yes I'm sheltered um <laughs> it, it went out I'm not gonna say on a high note but higher than they normally do leave us for the yeah. you know for the season ending 
Still thought they could have thinned the cast a little bit in this one, but you know, whatever. You don't. I don't want to wish. They'll save it till stuff. They'll save it till next season in the first episode. That was be just a the first of volley of the war. I mean, yeah. that, it's, there's no. It's just starting, kids. Still, they, they really got to. They really have to kind of sell me on on the threat to the main characters. You you got to take somebody out occasionally, you know. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like oh, cannon fodder. Right? We know not to get to know this character at all. So, well, you know, they're putting out the in the, the news stories that are coming out this week. We're saying that they had already determined Sasha's fate before she got the job on Star Trek. I saw that. I'm not sure if I buy it. <laughs> but the the big the the, the what are the, the big hurdle that they're going to have to overcome is the garbage pail kids just left with all their guns. Yeah, yeah. Everything that they worked so hard stolen to to get. Um, now what? what they on, had on them in their bottomless bag of holding clips of ammo. So. Well, there was there was what did they say about a hundred and one hundred and twenty five guns on set that day yeah. that were all being used. And thank God they all took shooting lessons from stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you notice you didn't see anybody walking up to the dead that were on the ground and knifing them in the skull. Yeah, they they missed that little. Yeah. They did that after. I mean, they went well, out. I mean, they, and found they went Sasha out for Sasha. Yeah. The woods. I guess they just they let you know Sasha just eat the heads of everybody, or not Sasha, it's Shiva or Sasha. You know, either. <laughs> now, did anyone notice that there were bodies out by the truck whenever the air uh, before when all the white mist? Uh, there were bodies laying down before it, and then after the white mist, it's like there was no bodies laying on the ground next to the truck. Magic smoke. Like they took their dead with them, but they were running off. It just seemed weird. Well, you know, they 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 get up and leave eventually. They need a new spike, too, in the back of the camp, so that would make sense. Uh, Mike, did you go yet? No. No, I did not. Go for it. No, I thought this season was pretty uneven, but it it had its highs and its lows. Definitely a high was unleashing the tiger. Yeah. But, you know, this show needs to get better at balancing. Especially, you know, remember, I I binge-watched seasons one through six. So season seven was quite a different experience. And, you know, it's frustrating when when they go to one plot line for an entire episode. So I'm not sure that's going to change. But in order to keep – and they need to move the plot fast. I mean, this season probably could have – could have been done in half the episodes. Yeah. So. Uh, just, but you don't make as much ad money that way. So. Yes. I, yeah, I know. But <laughs> there's, there's also what a hundred some some odd comics left to go. We don't need to go half an issue a week. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, they say. I mean, there, there was what a comment from Kirkman saying that the show could go on another twelve years easily. Yeah, I'm sure his. Bank account would love that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, it's it all depends on if you're going to move it towards an end game or not. I mean, I I love shows like Breaking Bad and Battlestar Galactica. You know, the reboot that that just knew when it was time to stop. You know, it's like we're going to do this many seasons and no more, and we'll tell the story we need to tell. Now, this show is making no move toward any kind of resolution, so it's going to go until it runs out of steam. 
Yeah. I, that same thing. I mean, that that's the premise of the comic. The, the, it is. The, yeah, the zombie movie the, that never ends. Yeah, the pitch of the comic. <laughs> exactly. It's what if you're in a zombie movie that never ends. I just don't know if that works for a TV audience or not. No. You know, the, yeah. uh, always just, you know. Five years. Five years in a row. Number one yeah. show in the key yeah. demo. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a soap opera, man. They keep us coming back, no matter how much we complain about it. But uh, but I am glad that they learned learned their lesson from from last season. Yeah, you know, teasing uh, teasing the uh, the head bashing was no uh, Mister Wharf fire, <laughs> right? From PNG. Mm. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to see where this is going. But like I said, this season was kind of up and down. As long as there's lots more tiger combat, absolutely. Yes. Well, they can only afford so much tiger combat, right? But yeah, make it good. It was a good face eating. Yes, on this one. two like, face eatings. Yep. And Miss Hughes, Mrs. Hughes, actually, or, you know, the, whatever the, the politically accept fucking pronoun is these days. <laughs> Beth, hi. Why don't you take us out? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a diehard fan for my Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. This season was something that I think I'll remember for a long time to come. Shiva has a lot to do with it. Um, Ezekiel, when he first came out in the comics, I just could not wait and hoped that they would bring him on the show. And now he's there, and I'm so glad. I think he fills an empty spot on this show that was missing uh, along with his tiger. It adds to the excitement of this season, a whole lot of excitement. Uh, For whatever reason, we love that shit. We just love it so much that we raise our hands like a football goal has just been made (laughs) you know you can't help but get into it more I say the first couple of episodes and the last couple of episodes were the best they usually are it's the middle part of the season where they tried to keep you interested in in the plot of the story that sometimes suffers but I get where they're going. I get where they're headed. And I can't wait to see the outcome. And it always keeps me coming back to watch for more. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I don't have some disappointments in there where uh, Negan and his maybe it's just too much Negan I don't know but I get a little frustrated with his uh, manipulation and ballsiness you know it's just a little too much sometimes because I can't see I can't see I've known some really big dicks in my life and I can't see Rick always bowing down to that. So I'm glad that they've had him come back where it doesn't look like that's going to be the case anymore. That was really hard to take. Even sitting on the other, even sitting on the other side, just as a viewer, you know, there's only so much shit a person can take. And same thing for Daryl, you know, you're sitting there and you see this shit happening and you just want them to do something about it. You want that heroic, heroic moment and you don't get it. 
and it's very unsatisfying. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth when you get finished with watching the, even if it's just that one episode, it almost makes it hard to come back and watch the next episode because you don't want to keep seeing that shit. But I have to say, I like where they're headed, as I said before, and I I look forward to next season and I'll be back. I'm very much looking forward to Fear the Walking Dead coming back. I'm going to start my rewatch of those here pretty soon. June 4th, and we will be covering it weekly as usual, hopefully with this whole, most of this whole cast. I'm assuming we can pencil you in for at least the, the premiere and the, uh, the finales there, Professor, as usual. Certainly, certainly. Awesome. And uh, we might have to corral you for a little comic book talk, too, if I can get Mr. Honeywell on Love board it. again. Yep. Love it. So I guess we'll wrap it for for another season, uh, folks. Actually, our first season covering Walking Dead, and unless until the overlords tell us to stop, we're going to keep doing it until <laughs> um, uh, Walking Dead Wednesday comes back and, and, and makes us stand down. I guess, but we're, we're way ahead of them until, as far as those until your next door neighbor sends Shiva to find you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Demonza Corp lawyers send a cease and desist letter. Got my own evil jungle cat panther goddess from hell to deal with. Um, and she would eat everybody. She would not be a friend of Shiva. I'm pretty certain of that. But She could not tell friend or foe, huh? <laughs> no, not uh, no, she doesn't even know to not make me bleed most of the time. So... <laughs> Hey, feed you and like, well, yeah, if you die, I still get fed. All right, for your Fear of the Walking Dead cast, kids, uh, Sarah Tony, Beth Hughes, Brian Hughes, Professor Alan Middleton, and Mike Zumo, thank you all for joining me for a rousing season. Keep watching, we'll keep making them. Bye now. Adios. We win. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction, sorcerer of death's construction. In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, larger!
now in darkness world stops turning Ashes where the body's burning No more war pigs of the power And as God has struck the hour Day of judgment God is calling Underneath the war pigs crawling Begging mercies for the sins Satan laughing spreads his wings Oh Lord Yeah.